0: Welcome to OTR Debate, our off-the-record podcast where three lawyers debate all things while managing to find out how it all comes back to the law. My name is Moochie, I work in immigration, and I'll be the judge for this face-off of Netflix's two probably biggest Battle Royale sort of shows. i um, here with my buddy Lando. I'm Lando, I'm a prosecutor. And we. I'm we, I do contract law. And our debate today is those uh, Battle Royale Squid Game
1: versus Alice in Borderland. Um, debaters, what side are you guys on? I'm going to take Alice in Borderland. Uh, I love it, and it's a good show. Okay. Can uh, please tell me more during the <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to tell you a lot <laughs> more. <laughs>
2: and, and we? Yeah, and I'm uh, sure. going to be defending Squid Game. Um, and I love it, and it's a good show also. <laughs> 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 so, um, great. Is there anything you guys want to get
0: taken care of before we get started or address before the court?
1: Yeah, I do have a motion on Lemonade. So, okay. a motion I want to bring up to the judge, uh, the trier of the fact in this case. Um, in I'm that, aware. <laughs> <laughs> in that I want to bar any mention of Squid Game's main character dyeing his hair red. Um, it's overly prejudicial. He He's fucking cool. Like, it, it's red. He, he just. It's just prejudicial to my side, and he's, so he's I, just too cool for I, he's too the other cool show, or show. He's too cool for this debate, so <laughs> I want to bar any mention of it. Thank mm. you. Uh, anything in response to
2: that? To be honest, I didn't even know he dyed his hair red because <laughs> I can't see color that well. Uh, but you know, I I'm actually okay with it if you don't want to let that in.
0: All right. Well, I guess if there's no objection, I will allow this motion to eliminate. So no one's going to discuss his uh, the main character is red hair. Okay.
1: Thank God. God. I didn't plan on bringing it up at
0: <laughs> all, so I don't know. You're really concerned about that. I didn't know it was such a big deal. All right. Well, uh, okay. So if there's nothing else, uh, we can just get started. Uh, but as always, um, this is how it'll work. Uh, these guys will, are going to do openings, and then I will ask them some questions, uh, and then they'll do a brief closing, and then I will I will come to my decision. Uh, so
1: you guys are ready? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do
0: it. All right, let's get started. So Orlando, you want to start us out here in, uh up here in Wisconsin?
1: Yeah, we're in a, in a cabin yeah. and uh, having a good time and going to record this episode. Alice in Borderland is a Netflix show that's derived from a manga that uh, was written and illustrated by Haro Aso. I think that's how you say his name. Ran from 2010 to 2016. Okay. Uh, it is one of the few uh, manga anime adaptations that Netflix has that's actually successful and actually had a decent run. Um, they tried Death Note, one of my favorite animes. Um, one of the only ones I've seen. <laughs> um, and they just it didn't, it didn't hit. You didn't um, like Light Turner? No, I mean... <laughs> yeah. In Seattle? Light, Light. Turner. Light Turner. Um, so the Netflix adaptation has the main character Arasu, who's this gamer character that um, pretty much is like a it's like somewhat of a bum somewhat of a like a drainage on his family he's like brothers like the golden child and he's just kind of like a, a Sort of outcast to the world someone that's kind of draining society um, him and his two friends get pulled into this parallel universe um, parallel version of Tokyo where um, They essentially have to they're forced to play these sadistic games where they're essentially fighting for their lives. Um, And it's all based around a deck of cards where um, they have a certain amount of time to live if they don't play these games, and every time they win a game or compete in a game, uh, their visas, their time in the world gets extended because they played that game. So um, just if I could run through them really quick, spades, physical games, clubs, teamwork games, Diamonds, Battle of Wits, and Hearts uh, is based around Trust and Betrayal. We see all those kind of games that are played with Ersu, his two friends, and then hundreds of other people that are in this parallel uh, Tokyo. So it's, it's an exciting, you know, show, manga that came out way before uh, Squid Game. Um, so, yeah, it's a good one.
2: Okay, and we, Squid Game? Yeah, so Squid Game um, is uh, a Netflix series as well. Uh, It's from South Korea. Um, It came out in 2021 um, and it became Netflix's most watched uh, series worldwide. Um, It was number one in like 94 countries um, and uh, extremely popular. Uh, basically, it centers around uh, somewhat of an ensemble cast, uh, but the main character is, uh, his name is Gihun, um, and he gets approached by the stranger to enter into the secret game. Um, which is revealed to be a challenge um, with 456 contestants um, who are all experiencing uh, really rough financial hardship in their lives um, for a number of different reasons. Um, But ultimately, uh, the winner of this game, uh, last one standing out of the 456 would win 45.6 uh, forty-five point six billion one, uh, which is roughly little less than thirty-five million dollars, um, with today's conversion rate. Um, you know, and it'd be life-changing for all these people. Um, but the challenge consists of uh, many games, such as uh, in, uh, in. It's similarly to Alice in Borderland. Um, a lot of them are children's games. Um, yeah that have deadly consequences. Um, So for example, things like uh, Attack of War, Red Light Green Light, Mm -hmm. um, the titular Squid Game, which is probably not really known outside of Korea, but um, you know, was introduced to- It is now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Although many people might think of it as this Made-up game, game. for oh, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> It's <laughs> but, always been played like right? that.
2: Just <laughs> children
0: going Someone, at it. <laughs> someone's <laughs> unfamiliar with Tug of War and thought it was like in Squid Game, right. you're like over a giant pit. You <laughs> fall to your death. Right. Now. Okay, so in these shows, um, is there a key bit of social commentary um, or a theme that's explored uh, in the show? And what is that theme? And how does your show explore that? Uh, whoever wants to start can start. I can go.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, so... You know, the creator of Squid Game, uh, his name is Hwang Dong-hyuk, he really created this idea uh, initially because of his own economic struggles um, and kind of with the class disparity in South Korea tied with capitalism. But what I really want to talk about now is just humanity in general, which I think the show does a good job of exploring. Um, Despite all of these characters being in really tough financial situations and hardships and and finding out that they're in this game that they're going to lose their lives, or potentially will lose their lives, uh, really, you know, can put all aside and still bond and create um, not necessarily factions, but, like, uh, they help each other out a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think um, being able to understand and and empathize with each other uh, through hardships is something that I really appreciate about humanity. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think uh, one of the scenes that I really... Liked the most, um, and and that was really heart wrenching for a lot of viewers. Um, is there's a scene towards the end of the show where the uh, characters are playing this marble game, mm-hmm. um, and there are two girls who are partnered with each other. Um, <laughs> one, uh, her name is Sebyok, and she's a uh, an escapee from North Korea who escaped to South Korea um, for you know the chance of uh, bringing her family over and. Um, Yeah, just the promise of a better life. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's paired with another girl named Ji Young, and she had killed her abusive stepfather, I believe, and just was released from prison, so she wants this money. Um, Basically, you know, the partners in this game, uh, there's gonna be a winner and a loser, uh, and the losers are gonna be killed. So what happens in this uh, scene, um, you know, they're throwing these marbles to try and get it closest to another marble, um, and, Jiang kind of just sacrifices herself because she realizes, like, hey, Sebok, you have so much more to look forward to in life. You know, you're trying to bring your mother and your brother down from North Korea, um, and I have nothing left to live for. So let me just play badly at this game. And and she she does, and she, you know, gets terminated. Um, And I think for someone who is desperate who also went through tough times being abused by her stepfather killing him and going to prison um, and and finally being let free to still um, look at someone else who's also going through hardships and um, make a decision that she thinks is best for her and for for her partner um, really encapsulates what the show is all about of
1: humanity
0: All right, and uh, Lander, are your examples as uh, depressing as that one?
1: I mean, yeah. (laughs) I mean, they are because they're very very similar shows in that they are basically, the shows are illustrating humanity in all forms. So what uh, Alice in Borderland does is they talk about different concepts, different themes of morality. So the games pit each other, pit the contestants against each other, um, some of them being friends, much like Squid Game. Uh, and there's several scenes where, you know, you do see someone having to either choose themselves or their friends in in certain scenes, certain games that they're playing. Um, but it actually also tackles certain other things. So it tackles morality in that: how are you going to play these games? Are you going to play it like an asshole and fucking try to kill everybody? Are you going to try to help everybody because it's it. The games are different than Squid Game in that they don't really know that they're going to be the only one. Like in Squid Game, they already know that there's going to be like one winner, or at least at some point they know that there's going to be one winner. But in Alice in Borderland, you know, there's a sense of teamwork somewhat for some games because they think that maybe you know together we could we could possibly survive this, and you know if we just band together, Mm -hmm. then they face choices where that you know becomes impossible within the games. Um, it also touches on basically the purpose of life. In season two, um, not to get too far ahead, but in season two, they, they you know address there's a lot of different scenes where Ersu um, meets certain characters and different characters that you know, kind of have him examine what the purpose of life is and, and what their, what their purpose on earth is. Um, and by that point, these characters have kind of already, accepted that they're in these games they have to play these games at each game they're probably going to die um and so they start examining like what is the purpose of my life what am i doing here those kind of things um and the show also touches on fairness and justice um particularly there's a game um it's in season two episode six it's a in the manga it's a little bit different um i believe in that uh in that uh version of the Ver- yeah, version yeah version is uh, they have like a noose or something um and oh. they're and like a poker table and i think they're playing poker um yeah. in the show they're around a ta- they're at a round table and there's like a vat of acid above them um and essentially they have to play this number game it's very like mathy that i <laughs> i was watching i was like i don't know what the hell like i would be out first like that, <laughs> that shit would burn me right away um but essentially it talks that that Episode's very interesting in that it brings up a concept of you know, does someone that is born with, you know, maybe more than others, do they, does justice mean that, you know, the playing field should be evened out for the people that don't have what they were born with? Or um, if that person was born with these abilities or this circumstance, should that just play a part in the world and that that's where they are that's their status and the others just kind of have to deal with it Um, and and it's just a very interesting and and good episode all around
0: yeah I I think like Alice in Borderlands seem to be a few more of these kind of logic puzzle sort of games like the one where I was that also I was trying to puzzle out and you've seen more of it than I have but the one where there was the uh, water that would rise and electrocute them all because it would hit these like exposed wires And you could flip these switches to turn this light bulb on, but you could only flip um, some of them if the door was closed versus open. And I was just yeah trying to figure out logic that one, and uh, obviously it was like sort of a test for the main character because he he figured it out. Um, but it was just like I was like yeah you know, it's you know you sit there and going like okay how do how does this work? Whereas in Squid Game it's kind of like right more like physical yeah. games and maybe some kind of like emotional uh, you know, uh, manipulations have to happen in certain circumstances. So, uh,
1: and they all differ because in yeah. Alice in Borderland, like I said, the, the different suit matches up with the different type of oh, game. True. So yeah. some of them are logic based, some of them are team, uh, teamwork based. Um, and some of them are just purely physical and it just depends. I mean, the characters get to go around Tokyo and choose what kind of game they, they go to and the level of difficulty is scored by the number. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, two to two to 10 determines the difficulty. And, uh, you know, essentially they're trying to, to get these cards and maybe get out of this parallel Tokyo.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, with that, then, you know, since we have these, uh, life and death situations, tons of characters that in the, at least in the start of the show that get whittled down and, and die, how does the show make you care about these characters or, or does it, um, when so many of them are going to die and you know that going in
1: i mean i could talk uh, about one of the the uh games that i I know when i was watching it i I really thought this was going to happen later on um but arisu goes into this parallel tokyo and once they once they enter the first game like they're kind of fucked like they have these visas that their their life span is you know measured by how many games they play so they have to keep playing these games and once they figure out that there's deadly consequences they just have to keep doing it and eventually they they come to one where you know everyone that's involved in the game not to spoil anything but everyone that's involved in the game they're they're gonna be fucked it's a uh, it's like a tag game where they're gonna be killed right not right i mean yeah (laughs) Now, I, think, I think that'd be, be a little bit better for some characters if that was the case. Uh, one character is a, or one person is a wolf, and the rest of them are sheep. Um, mm-hmm. And then they're kind of just chasing the wolf. And you don't want to be the wolf because if you're... Um, it, it, if you survive and you're the wolf, like you're the only one that's going to survive. If you're if you're the sheep and the wolf doesn't get tagged or something like that, you you know all the it's sheep like hide survive. And, hide and seek. Hide and seek. But right the yeah right. right. and so you know these characters that develop friendships and stuff like that, they they bond within this time, um, and you know they they face this this game where Ersu becomes the wolf, and you know you're looking at a, an episode where Ersu the wolf and he's. He needs to survive for the show. It's, I mean, it's very early on in the, in the show. I think it's like the third episode or something.
0: He's Alice.
1: <laughs> He's Alice, yeah. Um, and it, it's just very heart-wrenching to watch when essentially his friends are pretty much accepting what's going to happen. And much in the same way that we described in, in uh, Squid Game, um, it, it's one of those heirs who you of all people can win this this whole thing. Mm. We don't know what this is because it's very mysterious as to where they are, what they're doing, and and who set up all this. But if anyone's going to be able to beat these games, it's going to be you. You need to survive. You need to carry on. Essentially, um, so it's a very you know traumatic thing that carries on throughout the whole show. I mean, it, this episode happens very early on in the first season. I think it's the third episode, but mm. it carries on until the second season, and you know flashbacks and all this stuff. And uh, so yeah, it's it, it's very. Um, like i said it's one of the themes throughout the show is this friendship and um that he has with these characters so Mm
2: -hmm. yeah i think for squid game at least um the backstory of so many characters really uh compels you to to root for them um you know, I mentioned Sebuk earlier, who defected from North Korea to, to try and get a better life for her and her family. But um, one character that I, I think resonated with a lot of folks, uh, his name's Ali, and he's an immigrant from Pakistan. He working in South Korea. I thought he was going to win. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, you know, he was really good at the games, despite not growing up in South Korea and being familiar with a lot of them, like some of the other, most m- most of the other characters. He didn't even know uh, the language. Right? Uh, he oh, he yeah. was pretty good at Korean, actually. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <okay>. But, uh... <laughs> I was definitely just making that happen. <laughs> um, but you know, know what the he, fuck they were saying. <laughs> he was uh, working in South Korea, and his wages were being withheld by his employer for months. Um, and I think you know, for people who have, um, visited South Korea or have lived there, lived there for extended periods of time and are not Korean, you, you know, it's very obvious that Korea is a very homogenous society that, um, is primarily made of South Koreans, rightfully so. I mean, it's an island, you know, or like not an island, but it's a peninsula Mm -hmm. that's kind of isolated. Um, and historically there just haven't been a lot of like, you know, foreigners. And, you know, it's clear in the show he's being discriminated against by his employer. He doesn't really have uh, other methods of remedying that situation. So he joins the game and, um, you know, he has a wife and a new baby and he's trying to to make up his lost wages and and just, you know, have a better life for his family. And, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, he is really good at the games throughout the show. I think he he really is trying to prove himself and and they let him and, um Early on, he's kind of established as as one of the the core group of friends that makes mm-hmm. it pretty far along, mm-hmm. um, and I think for him being a trusting foreigner um, to be somewhat ultimately deceived by by someone uh, who's playing the game also, um, mm-hmm. it really is just like like I mentioned, compelling because you know. The show was so internationally popular, and a lot of people maybe could see themselves in Ali going through a tough situation, trying to provide for their family, um, and being betrayed uh, because you're too trusting of a person or naive, maybe. Um, <laughs> I'm too naive, <laughs> too trusting. I probably am too trusting. <laughs> um, but besides that, you know, besides Ali too, there is a subplot in Squid Game also of a police officer who. His brother goes missing, and he mm-hmm. enters the game to try and find his brother as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another, you know, way that the show really keeps viewers um, on the edge of their seats, basically, because you want to know what's next. Um, mm-hmm. With a lot of cliffhangers, as per kind of the uh, the norm for K dramas to always end episodes on, on cliffhangers. <laughs> um, but you know, that's just another way that this good that the show Squid Game um, really keeps its viewers uh engaged
0: okay
1: and that's why we're like doing this episode right because both um what at time of record they've announced both series are going to get another season so alice in borderland's going to get a se- uh, season three *Squid uh, squid game's going to get season two mm-hmm. and the cliffhanger in squid game from what i remember was that he dyed his hair red. I thought you can't I, that like, up. Yeah.
2: Kelsey. This was your emotion. This was your eliminated. Eliminated.
1: Yeah, that's right. It was just and, so fucking cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> just Cause had to at bring the it airport, up. like why did he dye his hair red? Like that's, just, that's what I want to know. <laughs>
2: yeah. And, and I mean, I think going on that too, you know, I mentioned all of these kind of noble characters that mm-hmm. have, have, uh, desires to win this money for good reasons. Um, as good as, you know, capitalism can get. But um, for Gihun, the main character that uh, opposing counsel has mentioned, something he shouldn't have mentioned, <laughs> uh, right. i.e. his red hair, uh, <laughs> he, he enters the game because he is in a lot of gambling debt. And, mm-hmm. you know, his daughter is somewhat estranged because his ex wife is remarried and is gonna take the daughter to the United States. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. he's trying to like prove that he's financially stable enough to keep his daughter in Korea with him. And so the cliffhanger that Orlando's mentioning is, you know, he's about to go on an airplane and then he just decides not to get on the plane because his hair is red now. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, my hair's right. I gotta stay in Korea. <laughs>
0: what was the purpose of this motion in Limit? We're just gonna talk about it.
2: we well, gonna it. talk about it, but you can't consider it. Okay, I
0: won't consider it. I guess so. I'll just <laughs> blip all that out of my mind. Uh, before we get uh, toward the end here, I just wanted to remind everyone to uh, follow on YouTube, uh, like this video, favorite it, um, subscribe on um, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, and follow us on you know Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all, all that kind of stuff. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right. Now, I was just wondering: is there any way, you know, impress me? Is there any way you can bring this back to the law, other than just, you know, these are criminal acts that are happening in these shows? It's like basically like saw-like contraptions, almost. Um, are there any other legal themes that you think you can apply it to, or maybe there's th- not much at
1: th- all? Yeah, there? I think uh, huh? I, th- I think we have got something. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Well, um,
2: so for the contestants in Squid Game, when they enter this, they have to uh, sign a contract that basically states that um, they have to compete in the game, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, uh, if they stop playing the game, they're going to be terminated. Mm -hmm. And number three, the other condition, uh, is that the games can be terminated themselves if a majority of the players agree. Um, And so this kind of uh, brings up contract law and like whether or not people can consent to illegal activity right. um if they're mm-hmm. you know if the, the contract is valid if they're under duress mm-hmm. um which mm-hmm. you know arguably financial duress maybe not necessarily like they have a gun pointed at their head kind of thing yeah um but yeah it's just um do they sign this country before the very first game or
1: i believe so <laughs> they just don't
0: read the terms and conditions like when you go to a new (laughs) apple update or something
1: it was which which brings another issue right because they 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 do sign it beforehand before they get there and then that's how they end up going to the game and then once they realize they're like oh shit and then there's the whole vote of whether or not they should continue to play right or they're not sure what terminated means and you know what i mean
2: like you can read that. defined or interpretation. Yeah, right. so that
0: sounds potentially wordable, like I guess. If, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> and this is all in the lens of U.S. contract law. I mean, none of us are experts <laughs> in Korean, in contract, Korean yeah. law. And, um, <laughs> you know, that you now that you mentioned uh, SAW as well, like, that kind of entered my mind too and I was thinking, mm-hmm. you know, uh, these people, many of them have um, reason to strike uh, back at, like, Society, or something, yeah. or well, I think you know the creators like of the game, and, and later on, it does it is revealed um, that there are like these foreign investors <laughs> right. who are watching this for entertainment. The best part of the show, <laughs> right? <You> know, um, <laughs> Wonderful acting <laughs> right? And they are, they're all fluent in English. Um, <laughs> That's true, <laughs> but uh, they still say it weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're all fluent in English. <laughs> no, <okay>. but, um, <laughs> But yeah, so it is kind of like the illegality of these investors, you know, watching a game that is killing people, um, is just another outside of contract topic. that, yeah. that can bring into right. the law too.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Anything you'd like to So <laughs> you don't have to have anything. We can no. Just, so I think I think uh, I have I mean, one. I We could, all have one. Yeah. We, there's the <laughs> law touches everything, and that's what the whole purpose of you know these episodes are. Yeah. Somewhat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I could get into the criminal law stuff, but really I think, you know, the main questions I would have in terms of legality and, you know, the law touching on Alice in Borderland is how can they bring suit, or have they brought suit, or should they bring suit to Squid Game for copying them? Um, Essentially, (laughs) you know, it's it it plays out very similarly. Mm. Um, You know, there's slight differences. Yeah, sure, the games are a little bit childlike and easier and less, you know, Intriguing, But, um, you know, that's it's something to ponder, I would think.
2: Hey. Yeah, well, I think now that, you, like, you know, you're bringing up uh, copying, like, both of these shows are not really, like, new ideas, novel ideas. Well, I mean, the idea of people Alison
1: Borderland kid- was a novel. I mean, it was a novel idea <laughs> a, in a manga. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> I don't know if mangas are really novels, but...
0: Um, <laughs> Maybe it was a visual novel. <laughs> <was> a manga.
2: <laughs> you know, they're, they're just not the first... Um,
1: right. There's battle. There's legit battle royale right. where these teenagers, like these kids in high school, are. And I forget. It's it, Japanese. It's Japanese. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. These these high schoolers are all like pitted against each other. It's like Hunger Games essentially, yeah. which it's not novel at all and, because of battle royale.
2: Right, and maybe uh, that for another episode we could talk about Hunger Games versus Battle Royale because know. that was a big controversy too, right? yeah. for a lot of people who were familiar with Battle Royale already, and Hunger mm-hmm. Games came out, and they're like, "This is a ripoff." The, they're like, "What but, the hell?" Yeah, yeah. But which is amazing. It's super
1: gory and <laughs> right. yeah, was, yeah.
0: That's more like. You know correct me wrong but like a bunch of people like that their game is their aim is to kill each other right yeah whereas you know these two it's like some higher not higher power (laughs) but someone in control is killing them right and they're not necessarily you know sometimes they're trying to kill each other maybe i mean yeah they are i think are situations where they have
2: to kill each other right exactly you know for for their own survival exactly
0: exactly. like they're not just out there. i mean i guess battle royale they're also (laughs) for their own survival but right uh but it's like just I guess the aim there is kill this person, kill this person, rather than play these games and try to survive. Right. Um, a little different, yeah. but... Motivations yeah.
2: might be different, but...
0: Yeah.
1: Um, similar.
0: Yeah. Okay, who wants to close first?
1: Uh, I could close. Um, I I didn't mention too many games. There's there's a lot of games that are that are seen on the screen in, in Alice in Borderland. One of my favorite episodes um, included a game called Tag. And, you know, they get into... Um, a a group of these friends get into this venue this game venue because throughout tokyo you kind of have to go To different places where you know you see that there's a game that's going to start in however many hours or whatever So they show up to this apartment complex that um, Has corridors that all face the inside and it's all open so you could essentially see every floor Um, doors are all locked but the players could see each other on each floor, and it's not that tall, it's like 10, ten stories or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the game of tag is essentially um, a active shooter situation, which is crazy, because it's like it, they paint it out to be, and which it is, obviously, but they paint it out to be such a horrifying, scary situation, you know, rightfully so, and you know, these characters are running for their lives, they're they're trying not to get tagged, you know, shot by this guy in a, in a horse mask. Um, scary as hell. I don't know how he sees them, but he's able to, you know, do that. Um, it's a crazy episode. Um, a lot of the characters, you, you kind of see a little bit more of how they think, how they act, you know, and how they play the game. Um, it just, you know, leads for good television. And um, that's just a one example out of, you know, all the other episodes where each game is unique and, and tests different things. Like I mentioned, the different suits. Um, there's just a, a variety of games that they play and these characters um, of how they think and how they act in certain situations that make this show exciting. Yeah.
2: Squid yeah. Game? Um, I think to bring up uh, another game um, from Squid Game in the second, uh, I don't know if it's the second episode, but the second game that they play, uh, it's uh, to do with this traditional Korean candy that's called dalgona oh. and uh there are shapes dif- that are kind of pressed into it. So either circle, triangle, star, or an umbrella. And the purpose of the game is to carve out those shapes and separate it from the rest of the larger candy. Um, and you know, obviously, if you break it, if you break the shape, or you don't do it in time, you're gonna be killed. Uh,
1: All the ones with the umbrella are like, oh, fuck. Right, Basically, (laughs) yeah. You see
2: it, and they're just like, oh, man, I'm never (laughs) going to... But the show, you know, as popular as it was, it not only introduced people uh, around the world to Asian media and, you know, Korean dramas and things like that, um, it really kind of spread Korean culture even more um, Mm -hmm. because the sales of that Dalgona candy... Just like
1: skyrocketing. Oh, I could imagine. Everybody recreating that. Right. And, you know. Well, not like, you know, killing people, but like yeah. recreating the game and, you know. Yeah. So, we
2: should do that. Mr. Beast did that, didn't he? Yeah. Mr. He Beast did do his own Squid Game challenge uh, for people to win. Obviously, not killing them, but. Uh, <laughs> that we know of. Right. Yeah. Could have been off screen. Um, but, uh, yeah, just the popularity of this show, Squid Game, has has had so many impacts worldwide. Um for a lot of Asian media. And I really appreciate that um, just because there's so much uh, um, uh, untapped, I think, from just English-speaking media that mm-hmm. a lot of us are familiar with here in the U.S. Um, and just globally, like Hollywood has such a, a hold on the world. Um, and, and to finally see um, a show from Asia really like... Blowing up. Every, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just nice to see.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, well argued on both sides here. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah, thanks. Um, I will say, like, yeah, it, was, it might just come down to personal uh, preferences or feelings. I I liked Squid Game, but I didn't really feel, like, blown away by it like everyone was, or, like, obsessed with it like everyone was. Um, but, uh, yeah, but. I was pretty blown away by it. Alice in Borderland, on the other hand, I found to be mostly just senseless violence with mediocre characters and nothing really interesting to say, <laughs> so I'm going to give it to Squid Game. <laughs>
2: That was a twist, <laughs> almost as surprising as dyeing your hair red, <laughs> which I think you considered. So, we which might is have ridiculous. To do an Who knows? <laughs> it was Although too we... cool. Squid Game. <laughs> I,
0: so in that event, um, I'm gonna uh, yeah give it to Squid Game. And uh... you like
1: Alice in Borderland? <laughs> <laughs> you gifted me the the manga. No, i before got I had that seen book. it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening everybody and
0: uh, uh, have a good time. Have we'll a yeah. right <laughs> good <now>. time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we could all dye our head red. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Bye.